0: One of the things that we do at our residence over at St. Austin's, where all of the Paulists live, is every night we gather to watch the news before evening prayer and dinner. And what I have noticed over time is that the ads during the news fall into two and only two categories. The national news, all of the ads are for pharmaceuticals. And the local news, all the ads are for cars and trucks. This is absolutely consistent, which tells you something about who they think is watching the news. But did you ever take a really good look at those car and truck commercials? Particularly like, not the local commercials, Cause they're kind of cheesy, but like the national high-speed, climb-the-mountains-cross-the-rivers car commercials, they're designed to impress you with that new car or truck's performance. Uh, they are not designed to make you want to drive that way. At least, the fine print at the bottom of the screen might lead you to believe that you should not try this at home with your own car. Because they say things like, professional driver on closed road, do not attempt. That's what the fine print says. Let's leave this to the professionals. That's the message. And that is the message that the prophet Amos got in Bethel. If you read the book of the prophet Amos, it's pretty clear that he had some very challenging things to say to the court of the king. He was charged by God to deliver a message about justice, specifically about economic justice. And this was not a message that the king and his professional prophets wanted to hear. They were accustomed to more conventional, comfortable prophecy. So Amaziah tells Amos, go home and leave this to the professionals. Amos responds by saying that he is no professional, he's just doing what God has asked him to do. Why do you suppose the church chose this particular Old Testament reading to go with this particular gospel? I think it's a reminder that Jesus sent all his disciples out to teach and to preach and to heal and to cast out evil. He didn't wait for them to become professionals, and he didn't send two or three of them that might have had graduate degrees and certifications. He sent them all. And the great commission that he gave to them, he gave to you too at your baptism. The many documents of the Second Vatican Council make it very clear that the whole church is given the mission of evangelization. It is the mission of all of us to spread the gospel, not just the professionals. It might be very easy to let the priests or the sisters and the trained missionaries do it, but you know what? We can't do it, not alone, because there simply are not enough of us to do what is needed. It's a struggle to care for the people we've got. It is up to the whole church to care for the church, just as it's the responsibility of everyone in the church to bring the good news to the world. So how's that for a prophetic challenge? When people think of themselves as agents of the gospel, as evangelizers, there are usually three fears that they have. And today's gospel addresses each of those fears. The first fear is that you don't have what you need. I don't know enough about what we believe. I haven't read the catechism. I don't have any training. I don't have a booklet or a pamphlet I can hand people. I don't have the resources to spare. So how does Jesus address that? He says, take nothing. Take a walking stick so you can defend yourself, but don't worry about all the other stuff that you think you need. To share the gospel, bring what you already have inside you, whatever faith you have, whatever relationship you have with the Lord, and the rest will take care of itself. The second fear that people have is the fear that you'll be rejected. People might not like to hear what we have to say, Particularly if what we have to say has a bit of a prophetic edge to it. There is the danger that people may reject us if they reject our message. How does Jesus address that fear? If they reject you because you are sharing your faith, shake some dust from your feet and move on. It is painful, but it's sometimes necessary. If people reject the messenger along with the message, that doesn't mean you failed. It means it's time to move on. People often assume that this shaking the dust from your feet is supposed to be some sort of judgment of people. But the fact is, that judgment belongs only to God. And that gesture of shaking dust from your feet says, I'm leaving and I'm going someplace else and I'm not even taking your dust with me. I'm leaving you and even your dust to God. So it's not, you know, it's not a nasty gesture. It's not a gesture to the people you're leaving behind. It's you saying, I'm moving on because this has not worked. And that brings us to the third fear that people have about sharing their faith. And that is the fear of failure. The prophet Amos failed. The people of Bethel laughed him out of town. But that's not the point, because that ultimate success or failure isn't ours to judge. Jesus doesn't call us to a careful cost-benefit analysis. He calls us to be faithful, to do the right thing, to spread the word. Our success is remaining faithful, and our failure is our failure to try. This mission to go out into the world with your faith isn't something that we can just leave to the professionals. Every one of us by our baptism is called to preach the need of repentance, to fight against evil. And to do what we can to heal those who are sick or broken. And that's sometimes a difficult mission, but it's who we are. It's what our faith is about. And God will use us and that mission to change the world if we will get out there and try.